Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. We continue the details of our lifestyle journey with a few stories of a soft swap, some exciting girl-girl play, a pair of orgies, and a quick experience that neither of us were really ready for. Welcome back to the sex apartment. Welcome, welcome. We are here alone this time. It's uh, unbelievable that it's actually been five months since we were telling our own stories. We had intended on doing it a bit more frequently, but... Yeah, I know, it's gone by so fast. It's just that people keep coming in and stories keep flying out. So we figured we'd jump back on the mics and take a second to continue our chronological history. Picking up where we left off, and I guess that was all the way back in episode 26, the next event that we went to was the 4th of July party. Yeah. We weren't entirely sure if we were going to go to this party, if I remember correctly. We had been going back and forth on that. There was a couple that we had briefly played with on our one of our favorite experiences when we had that eight-person orgy in the group room. Yes. And they had been texting us a little here and there. And they're like, oh, we might be going. Oh, we're not going. Oh, we might be going. And it's, fun. A, it's a tough weekend because it's a holiday weekend. And I think what we learned about clubs, especially during summer months, holiday weekends, they can either clear out or fill up. <laughs> this is true. And I, I will say two years ago when this happened that it definitely had, it was a much tamer night because there were camping events and house parties and all that. Hotel takeovers. Yeah. Yep. A lot of stuff going on. But we decided to head to the club and we let this couple know we were going and they're like, oh, we have to be up early on 4th of July to go brewing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, okay, cool. No big deal. We were ready to go and meet other people and see how things went. And then about an hour before we left, they said, hey, we decided to go. We're going to come. We'll meet you guys there. Which is not unusual. I think we've had this happen I, I, I will say a few times. we frequently get the text of, hey, we're going to go. Oh, no, we're not going to go. Hey, we're going to go. And life happens. Yes. Plans change. Especially in the lifestyle, plans frequently change. But they just said, hey, we're going to go, but we can't be there that late. We're thinking, hey, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> well, hi, you're right. I, I do prefer the early play times while you love to close the place. But. I, could, I could stay all night. <laughs> so we, we went and the party was not. As big as we had kind of anticipated. No, I would say there couldn't have been more than 100 people there. And I think a lot of it was that the regulars, the people we see frequently at these parties, were off doing something for the holiday weekend. And I also think this was an off weekend for us because we tend to go every other weekend when we have the kids. And I think for some reason we didn't have the kids this weekend. So we're like, oh, let's just go. So it was a different group of people than what we are typically used to because people tend to do this on their (laughs) their off weekends. (laughs) We saw others on there. Other off weekend. (laughs) Lately, we've been getting to the club shortly after it opened, but this time, because we weren't sure if we were going to go and all that, I think we didn't get there till about 1030. So we ended up spending most of this night 
just meeting all these new people that we hadn't seen before and just introducing ourselves. And every time this one couple that we had been texting walked by, we would flirt with them here and there. And finally, one time they stopped us and said, hey, you want to go for a walk? Them being new, we we knew exactly what they meant. And (laughs) we went for a walk around the back, ended up at the couple's room that we had played with them the first time. And I said, hey, let's go in here, check it out. We walked in. The big couch that we had played on that first time had four different couples on it, just kind of sitting there watching. And then as we turned and looked, there was one couple having sex on the one bed. And then there were two couples separately having sex on the other bed, but the beanbag was open. We decided to all kind of walk over and sit down on the beanbag. And <laughs> if you haven't seen the beanbag, you can go ahead and check out our TikTok because we do have a... Pan a, a, a around pan. the room. Yes. Uh, TikTok. It's actually can... our most viewed TikTok. So please add some more views. It's good. <laughs> we had gone back and forth with rules about this couple. Being new, they were very limited on what they were willing to do. They were an absolutely no kissing couple. They were soft swap only. She was allowed to touch guys, but not go down on them. Guys were allowed to go down on her. He was allowed to go down on girls and girls could go down on him. But again, no kissing anybody. We sat down and we were watching these other couples. And the first thing he says is, hey, just so you guys know, I'm all right with a girl's kissing. Yeah. It doesn't take you more than one second of somebody saying it's okay to kiss that you're, ooh, yay. And you were sitting on his left and she was sitting on his right. And you guys kind of leaned over his lap and started making out. He's kind of rubbing both of your backs as you're doing it. You guys are making out and I look over and I see his wife reach down and unbutton and unzip his pants and starts pulling out his cock. And she broke her kiss with you and started going down on him. You're just kind of caressing her hair and kind of enjoying watching that. She alternated back and forth between kissing you and sucking his cock. Then finally she pulled it out of her mouth and said, would you like to suck it? Absolutely. And yes. <laughs> you you and your absolutely is you. You dropped straight down and started doing that. So we did a back and forth between the two of us for... For a little bit. And then I do remember this was the first time you were actually making out with another girl on somebody else's cock, which was kind of fun to watch. <laughs> so I'm watching this and knowing what the rules are. And, okay, that's cool. I'll just sit back and watch. No big deal. So then she stands up, walks over to you and kind of moves you. So you're straddling his legs while you're still going down on him and then pulls your panties down from behind and starts eating you out from behind, which one of my favorite things to watch. And you keep looking over at me while you're sucking his cock and making little moans as she's licking your clit. She stands up again and walks over to me and starts unbuckling my pants. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Is this okay? Aren't you, you're not supposed to do this. What's going on? And she pulls my cock out and it isn't hard. And she's like, well, why aren't you hard? I want to go down on you. I'm like, but your rules. And before I could say anything, she just kind of jumps up and stomps back over to the other side. And I was like, oh, okay. You continue blowing him and she takes off her outfit, kind of moves you out of the way, climbs up on top of him and starts riding him. So after she kind of moved me out of the way and climbed on his cock, I politely moved over to you and started making out with you and rubbing on your leg and enjoying myself there. And and I would say he was rather excited, so he didn't last very long. And no. shortly after she climbed on, he started to come and he came inside of her and she just hopped up, put her outfit back on and then he put his cock away and you're like, well... I'm going to search for my panties and (laughs) you found where she tossed them off to the side. And we kind of just sat there chatting a little while we were still watching everybody else put on a show. And we actually ended up making plans for dinner later that week. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, well, we got to go. We have an early morning. So we gave them a quick hug and off they went. Um, My favorite part of that moment actually was there was a couple that was sitting on the couch right next to us (laughs) that were kind of watching the whole time. His wife was going down on him and 
he kind of leaned over to Nessa and said, hey, good show, and stuck out his fist for a fist bump. Fist bump, yeah. <laughs> And you gave him a little fist bump, and she picked her head up off his cock and goes, girl, you suck a good dick. <laughs> and, and then she just went right back to work and started going down on him again. It's just kind of the story of the group room and things, How it works. things happen. The rest of that night was kind of tame. We head back to the bar, just mm-hmm. kind of talk to a few more people and... I think that was it for us that night. We just and we ended up heading out. Yep, they uh, ended up texting us first thing the next morning, telling us how much fun they had. A little bit later in the day, we sent us a topless picture of her in the canoe because <laughs> they were drinking and having fun. And then later that night, another text of how drunk he was, but they had so much fun. And then two days later, she sent the text letting us know, "Oh, hey, we can't make it on Wednesday. Sorry." And then that was the last we had heard from them. Yeah, that tended to be their thing where they would play and go okay yeah i don't know if this is for us and then they'd back out they'd come back in and then back out again yeah take some time off and then then come back yep but they they were a fun couple it, they're young but still trying to figure out what they wanted to do mm-hmm. it was a good time that night yeah but it, it was a, a small party but still a good time mm-hmm. so then the next week we again are kidless so we <laughs> Head back to the club. Was that really the, the next week? It, it was. Okay. The, we were we were on a roll at this point where we Jeez. it was it was the only thing that was open. We we didn't have very many options of what to do, and it was it was quickly becoming our neighborhood bar, like a Cheers lifestyle bar, if you will. <laughs> everybody knows our name. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody's seen your breasts, kind of thing. <laughs> Tony and Gina were going to be there that night too, so yes. we decided that it One would be. Our- a, Good night to go just because they're a blast to hang out with. One of our favorites. Even though the night wasn't that busy, the main bathrooms quickly fill up and waiting in line. Well, you do find it to be one of your favorite places to wait in line because... I always say that the the bathrooms and the lifestyle clubs are like my favorite place to be. I either meet new people in there or I get the best compliments. And I think every woman in there is just, they're, they're always so nice. <laughs> it's I, not I, like a standard bathroom where you get looks and judgmental looks from other women it's more the opposite where that's they're complimenting you left and right and you're complimenting them and everybody's happy and <laughs> i can confirm the men's room is nothing like that it's just as a standard men's room head it's down just and just kind of walk into your business and stay out of everybody's way try not to bump elbows <laughs> but because the main bathroom gets busy this is actually yeah. when we invented our hallway chat yes so we were Waiting in line out by the unisex bathroom back by the playrooms, which kind of leads down the main promenade hallway. Everybody and has to pass you yep. while they're going down. Yep. So we ended up, while waiting in line, just kind of standing there talking to people and talking to everybody as they passed. I remember this night being a little extra special for you because we had heard a couple was there and the wife took her husband to celebrate his birthday for their first time. As they were walking by, you, you stopped him and said, hey, is it your birthday? Can I give you a kiss? <laughs> And he didn't have a chance to say anything before. So I was like, yeah, 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 do that, do that, do that. (laughs) So you gave him a good kiss and he was like, whoa. And then his wife quickly grabbed his hand and led them into the other room. And I think that was all they needed. They they were off to (laughs) the races together. (laughs) So then after hanging in the hallway for a little while, we were standing there talking with Tony and Gina and we all were like, okay, let's go get another drink. So we head back to the bar. So as we were walking back, there was a couple that was salsa dancing on the dance floor. They were so cute. Probably one of the best dressed I've ever seen at a lifestyle club. And very talented dancers too. Absolutely. But she was wearing a very nice dress and he was, I believe, in a full suit. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, like... Shoes and all. The four of us were kind of standing there watching them. and I think Tony took a liking to them 
pretty quickly. Tony did, and I kind of looked at Tony and said, "All right, go see what's going on over there." <laughs> and I find out who these people are. <laughs> so Tony kind of salsa danced his way over to the couple, and he went over, started talking to him for a couple seconds, and then kind of motioned for Gina to come join them. They kind of split off partners, and Tony would salsa dance with the girl, and the guy would salsa, salsa dance, dance with, with Gina. Gina. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was cute watching that for a little bit. And after a song or two, all four of them came back, and they introduced us. Kind of hung out talking for a few minutes, but it was very obvious that what is yeah. typically on Tony's mind was on Tony's mind at this point. So he suggested we all go take a walk around the club where we had just been minutes before prior, but <laughs> hey, let's go take a look and see what's going on. We kind of all headed back again and walked down the hall with room after room, closed door until we finally came up to the room that was right across from the couple's room mm-hmm. and the door was open and Tony said, hey, this looks good and kind of walks in the room and without <laughs> any real discussion, the five of us just kind of follow Let's right behind. Here we go. <laughs> So I think me and Gina kind of started it off with a, a good kiss and she undressed me. I undressed her as well. Yep. So I approached the salsa dancing girl. We start making out. And she was actually rubbing her hands all over your body, which I know was very fun to watch. You guys all three ended up naked and making out and touching each other. Yeah, it's always fun when the girls kind of start things off because we can get each other revved up a little bit, ready for the guys to step in. Although I'm pretty sure Tony was not waiting. (laughs) Actually, Tony did sit back and wait on this one. For a bit, which is big for Tony. (laughs) That is big. So the salsa girl then breaks her kiss with you. You and Gina are still making out and the salsa girl kind of works her way down your body, spreads your legs and gets in between them, starts going down on you. She's playing with my nipples too, so that's... uh... That, that is a bonus. Part. <laughs> Very. Gina was also. A plus plus. Gina was uh, playing with your breast and tugging on your nipples. That always gets you worked up. And that plus the salsa girl's tongue, your clit was definitely getting you to wiggle. Yeah, I didn't mind being the center of attention there. It was, it was nice. After she went down on you for a little while, she came back up and started making out with you and then started making out with Gina again. And that was your cue to slide back down and return the favor. So then as you were going down on her, she started getting really excited and started talking about how amazing it was. And Gina goes, I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> and after only about two minutes, you actually managed to make Salsa Girl come. And then at that point, you kind of lifted off of her and started fingering her and then reached over and started fingering Gina at the same time. So you were actually working both girls while you were kneeling there yes, in front of them. I do remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony, who had surprisingly waited this long, um, was now naked. And with your ass kind of dangling over the edge of the bed while you're fingering the two girls, gets behind you and starts eating you out from behind. He was doing a good enough job that eventually you kind of lost focus on your fingering and <laughs> placed your hands on the bed and lift your ass up in the air. And the two girls continued working together and making out with each other. And after a few minutes of going down on you, he stood up and then slipped his cock in you from behind. I was on my hands and somewhat knees, like kind of bent over the bed. And then I turned around and I was blowing Tony for a little while. Well, I believe you went over to caress the two ladies who were with each other. I did go over and start kind of, again, rules hadn't been discussed here. So I was very hesitant and I just kind of went over and started. Well, and we already kind of know Tony and Gina. So right. we, I, I was over by Gina and I was, I was caressing her and so just think, seeing where this was going to go. But at the same time, really it was to get a better angle of what you were doing to Tony because <laughs> at first I was behind him and well, Tony has a great ass. I don't need to look at it. <laughs> That's not what you're there for. So I'm, I'm blowing Tony and the salsa guy is left out. I see that there's a, another cock that needs some attention. <laughs> so I, you are so good at giving attention. <laughs> so I include him as well. 
And I do believe you went back and forth blowing both of them for a little bit mm-hmm. before Tony stood up and said, eh, you know what? I want to fuck you some more. Yeah. He really, he actually whispered that in, in my ear. He's like, I really want to fuck you. We moved over to a chair in the corner where Tony sat down and I straddled him reverse cowgirl style so I could still watch what was going on in the room as well as Tony could watch what was going on. So as I'm riding Tony, he mentions that he's really close to coming and he wants to take a break. So he, he didn't want to come really that quickly. So I hop off and I start giving him a blowjob, but not so intensely. <laughs> not your normal one, more of your, hey, let's just slow <laughs> just things slow down. Slow it down, blowjob. Um, and the salsa guy is actually kind of nudged over by his wife. And so I kind of go between the two guys again because I'm trying to give Tony a little break and pick up where I left off with the salsa guy. I'm kind of going between the two. So Tony starts getting a little bit close again. So I put all my focus on salsa guy at this point. Uh, So I'm kind of stroking him and giving him a blowjob at the same time until he comes in my mouth. Which was incredibly hot to watch. And I believe his wife made an oh wow comment because I, I, I don't know if that's typical for them, but she was quite impressed at what happened there as well. And so is Tony because now Tony's a rear end to go again. So I get back on my hands and knees and he goes doggy style with me for the next, I don't know how many minutes. Yep, you're, you two are back up on the bed. And at that point, salsa girl came over to me and we started making out while Tony was fucking you from behind. And as he was ready to shoot earlier, he, he didn't last too much longer. And <laughs> didn't take much. Pulled out and then came all over your ass. All over my ass. Cleaned up and uh, back to the bar. So <laughs> it was it was a fun, quick little session, but it, it was it was fun just meeting these people and Tony going, hey, let's go. And it's like, well, there's a reason we call them Salsa Guy and Salsa Girl because... We, we don't know their names. No, not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know their names. I don't know. Have they even been back to the club? They've been back once or twice, but... <laughs> We've kind of away from distance, but that was it. So I think to top the night off as we were back at the bar. So I'm kind of notorious for ending my night with kissing whoever is left at the bar at the end of the (laughs) night. And so uh, this particular night, I ended up kissing one of the guys that I typically kiss. And he's, he's such a good kisser. (laughs) <laughs> and you actually ended up kissing his wife this night as well yeah. and hadn't hadn't done that before. And, the had, two of you and then when I, I thought he was a good kisser, but then after I kissed her, I was like, holy shit, they're both good kissers. <laughs> it, it's it's still surprising that we haven't played with them yet to this I, day. Yeah, but. I, but we've kissed them or at least I've kissed them. No, we, no, we both have. Right. Oh, have you? <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely good kissers. So. And he, he emphasized again, oh, we have to play. We have to play sometime. Every time. But and we kind of finished the night. They closed the bar and we're heading off to the car. And he comes running over, starts making out with you again out in the parking lot. And Oh, <laughs> yeah. I won't turn him down. <laughs> I, I understand. So then we kind of head home and have our reconnection. Not even a week later where we're back at the club again. We, we really are. It's the following Saturday. I'm going to say that July was a... Was a uh, this party was, again, kind of small. Tony and Gina and Echo and Falcon actually happened to be at this event. Yes. So we spent the vast majority of the night flirting with them. Falcon was heavily into the wife of this other couple and they were chatting it up and he was doing his typical flirting with her. And Falcon was really into this female half of a, another couple. Yep. And the male half was just kind of hanging out with the rest of us and we were all talking. And next thing I know, Echo comes out of the bathroom and says, all right, let's go. And we're like, oh, all right, it's go time. Falcon goes grabs this girl and says, 
All right, come on, let's go. We're all going to the back. All eight of us kind of head back. And I found a room. We ended up finding a room that had a bed and a couch on it. Mm-hmm. Falcon being the speed demon that he typically is, quickly <laughs> gets undressed and grabs this girl and takes her to the bed and they start making out on the bed. Tony, not to be left in the dust by somebody, quickly gets undressed, grabs Echo and heads to the other side of the bed. So the four of them are on the bed and you and Gina start making out and stripping each other and doing the you and Gina thing that you typically do. <laughs> I grab my typical spot on the couch and go, hey, I'm going to sit back and watch this and <laughs> see where this goes. <laughs> so I sit on the couch and then the other guy just kind of looks around like, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And he looks over at you girls and you guys are busy and his wife is busy with Falcon and Echo is busy with Tony. Tony and yep. he just kind of plops down on the couch and folds his arms. I don't think anything of it because I'm sitting on the couch, not with my arms folded, but kind of just sitting back watching. Gina, I think at this point starts going down on you. Yeah. So while Gina's going down on me, Tony stood up from the bed and I kind of reach over and grab his cock. Just kind of start stroking it for for a minute. I think Echo said, hey, wait a minute. I'm using that right now. Kind of grabbed (laughs) it and started going down on him. And then at that point, the wife jumped up took off the rest of her clothes and walked over to her husband to get a condom because she really wanted to fuck Falcon. The two of them started whispering back and forth. I I think her husband was not happy that he didn't have a place to go, was kind of emphasizing this wasn't what he was looking for and he he wanted something that he could do too. In this situation, I feel badly that we didn't include him, but... At the same time, I I don't think anybody discluded him. Exactly, exactly. I I think had he walked over to you girls, you would have welcomed him in with no problem he just didn't 100%. know how to make that approach and, yeah. and i think that's one of the challenges of the lifestyle is you kind of have to ask and just it's basically hey if, if you want to do something say hey can i do it be prepared for rejection but and that's exactly where i was going with that i think he needed to kind of take some action for himself and find a place because while there's lots going on there sure is places that you can be even if it means rubbing up and down a leg with your hand or holding somebody's hair there's plenty of places you can find to get yourself in there. And as soon as you're within arm's reach, there's going to be a hand reaching out to touch you. You're going to be included pretty quickly. So unfortunately, he did himself a disservice by sitting back and crossing his arms and giving the body language that he didn't want to be included. Right. Whatever he said to her, she went over, got her clothes, put them back on, and they said, oh, we have to go, and excused themselves from the room. So Falcon, without skipping a beat, just kind of hopped up and walked over to you and Gina, which is what the guy should have done, but instead he walked over. You saw him walking over. He said, this pair looks like it needs a dick in it. (laughs) (laughs) So you see him strolling over, and you reach out, and you start giving him a blowjob while Gina's fingering away on you and that's when Gina was ready for a little tongue action from you so she laid down on the bed and you started going down on her and then Falcon got behind you and slid in and started fucking you from behind while you were going down on Gina mm-hmm. yeah while that was happening Tony was having sex with Echo and I think Falcon was really turned on by watching that so he ended up having to take a bit of a break he stopped having sex with you and walked over and just watched Tony have sex with Echo for a little while and when Echo saw him there she kind of motioned for him to come down and the two of them started making out and Tony seeing that they kind of needed their own little moment there he hopped off and said oh look there's Nessa (laughs) so he walked over to you and the two of you started having sex and Gina kind of scooted herself back on the bed and started playing with herself while she was watching that. Echo and Falcon started having sex and they kept going until I think Falcon came inside of Echo and then 
Echo saw me sitting there on the couch, so she came over and we started making out. Well, Tony was still having sex with you and Gina was playing with herself and Falcon was wiping the sweat off his brow from just having <laughs> sex with yes. both of you. Then I think I started playing with her pussy and fingering her for a little while while I was watching you as we continued making out. Tony continued pounding away on you until once again, Tony pulled out and came all over you. <laughs> then as we typically do, we all got dressed and headed back to the bar just to hang out again because, well, it's just fun to have sex and then go talk and hang out with your friends. So then we ended up going to the club on a Thursday night. Thursday nights are typically a much less attended event. This night was game night and I'm a big board game fan. Yes. Um, oh, you wanted to go to this event I was so, so desperate to go to these events. And this unfortunately was one of the ones that Echo and Falcon couldn't make it to. Oh, and they're big fans of the they, game night. They, they are the facilitators of game night, as yeah. they say. We had been chatting with a couple on SLS all day and they were like, oh, we're free. We should do something. And we're like, well, we already have plans to go there because we were actually planning on meeting another couple or two there that night. And we're like, oh, sorry, we have to do this. And like, well, if you change your mind, let us know. It turns out just before we ended up heading to the club, they texted us and said, hey, just so you know, we're coming to the club now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, that's okay, cool. Great. great. We'll see you there. Having never been to a Thursday party before, we had no idea how many people would be there. And or how few people. <laughs> because we walked in, there were probably six couples and a single guy or two. Yeah, it was no man's land. The other two couples that we were supposed to meet there ended up backing out and not, not being able sure, to make it. Yeah. Then this other couple walked in that we had been talking to throughout the day. This was kind of interesting for us. We had never been in a situation where I, I don't want to say we didn't have an out because we weren't looking to get away from them. That There wasn't really an excuse to go walk away or walk around or other people to talk to to fill the time. So we kind of, I don't want to say we were <clears throat> stuck talking to them, but. So typically we don't specifically meet one couple when we go to the club any um, night even we on find a it incredibly night. difficult to meet couples at the club because typically on busy nights it's difficult to do that because there's so many people walking around the music's too loud so it's tough to give your undivided attention to another couple the problem with this game night was that there weren't a lot of people and because of that nobody was really playing any games so game night just became a quiet night at the bar where there are 14 15 people just kind of hanging, hanging out. out we're in the back playing pool with this couple for a little while and we're talking talking and talking you could tell that the female half of this couple was kind of getting eager like all right are we just talking all night or are we going to go play what's going on yeah neither of us were really feeling the sexy vibe of the night. It was, like I said, more of a hanging out at a bar situation. Mm -hmm. um, I think you were a little let down. There was no games, too. I, that's, we were, that is we true. came for I, the games. I came for sexy games, and there were no fucking games. <laughs> no sexy games. And I, I was I was ready to play strip Jenga or something just to get the, get the mood going, and it was just more... She was like, all right, we played pool. Let's go have sex. It wouldn't have been our first choice to go back at that particular moment. I think they were a very attractive couple that we would have played with, no matter how you slice it. At that moment, neither of us were that eager to do so. I think it was the option in the moment, and that's why we took it. This was relatively early in our lifestyle journey. Do you feel at this time we were more, hey, we're at the club, we're supposed to play so, yep, this is the couple that we're going to play with. Let's go do it. There was just so many factors. It, um, it, it was really, like you said, the next step in what was going to happen that, that day. Night, we, yeah. we spent the day, day. <laughs> texting back and forth, talking about all the things we wanted to do. And they came to the club, even though they weren't planning on it, but they really wanted to meet us and hang out. And we hung out and we, we had a good time talking and chatting. They, they were fun to talk to. It just, for us, the sexy vibe wasn't there yet. But for them, it was, hey, we're here to do they, this. Let's go. Ready. Yeah. 
And we are both people pleasers and we're not ones to turn people down and say no. I wouldn't kick either of them out of bed. I felt both of them were attractive and I absolutely would still play with them to this day. It's just at that moment we weren't feeling it, but we just said, all right, whatever. And we went along with it. Yeah. So we headed back to a room. Both of you girls started making out. You guys are ripping each other's clothes off of each other very quickly. Yep, touching each other all over. She pushes you down on the bed and starts going down on you. Her husband gets undressed. Yep, comes over and puts his cock in my mouth. Yep, and you, as the good girl you are, quickly (laughs) takes it right in and does your professional blowjob. She motions for G to come over, and as usual, you're still fully dressed. But you come over and you start rubbing her pussy. I, I'm playing with her from behind while she's going down on you and you're blowing him. And then she pulls her head up from you and starts trying to undress me. I think at that point you kind of saw that I, I wasn't ready to go. And you tell her that, hey, wait, I want to go down on you. So you lay her down on the bed and start going down on her. The husband sees this as a perfect opportunity to get behind you and starts fucking you. I'm kind of working on slowly undressing at this point and stroking myself and Again, you notice that I'm not quite aroused yet. I walk over to you and slide my cock in your mouth, and that helps. That's that that that's a big help. Anytime I can put my cock in your mouth, especially while you're getting fucked, it'll definitely get me going. Oh, glad I can help. You're a superstar there. <laughs> I'm pretty hard in your mouth. The wife notices this, grabs a condom, tosses it to me, and says, "Okay, now you fuck me." Yeah, you're harder, but and not I'm that hard. hard, but not that hard. <laughs> yeah. So, but not wanting to say no, I'm not ready or no anything. I just kind of put the condom on my semi-erect cock at best and get behind her and start trying to uh, slide in a wet noodle. And Mm. it just isn't going anywhere. But fortunately, at that very moment, knock, knock, knock. Club's closing. Everybody go. I don't want to say saved by the bell, but uh, in in a way, I kind of was because I I don't know if I was going to be able to get there. I just wasn't prepared for playtime at that moment. And the the knock saved your cock. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.